This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with us on this kind of cold hump day, but no worries, you guys. We've got all kinds of great things coming up. We've got some special guests joining the program this hour and all kinds of fun with Lori and Julia to look forward to, guys. Let's have some fun. And Keith Urban tickets to give away and find the elf on the shelf or the the host host. on the post. post. Today it's Rocco. Mm-hmm. So while you're looking through, um, a lot of people entered yesterday, but it's a good opportunity for you to win $1,000 if you go to the mytalk1071.com to our um, website and scroll through and try to find one of the hosts with the elf hat on, and then you can register to win. And every Friday through the holidays at 530, we're going to give away $1,000 on our show at 2. We're going to draw a name out of an elf hat. No. As it were. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bring over the elf hat. We're going to do it. Mm, mm, mm. How are we today, peeps? Well, pretty good. I have bowling tonight, and I'm so torn because it's the John Lennon courtesy show at First Avenue tonight. You know, it was 41 years ago that John Lennon died. I know, and, and um, it was virtual last year, of It course. was a virtual First Avenue show, so I'm expecting tonight's show to be epic. Yeah. And it's just such an all-star great band, and so many, and Curtis A, I'm sure, is going to be on fire. But I have to bowl, and I could get down there for the second half of the show, but I'm nervous to drive by myself and park downtown Minneapolis. How dumb is that? That's never... I've never had that thought in my life. Don't you have that? Par- oh, that's for concerts. That parking assistant app or whatever that you have. But that's for concerts. I like to park right at First Avenue. Yeah. I, I, I'm just going to be. I don't like to be in a lot. What I mean, you're saying is, the and Lori, I've experienced this. Because you've gone downtown by yourself? By myself it's and parked easy, yeah. alone in the new world. Yes. We've never. I've nope. never thought ever about this ever and i hear you though yeah so i don't know unfortunate if i can talk uh someone at the bowling alley into going with me you know that maybe that's going to happen but it's usually like like a four-hour show with an intermission oh they play they play everything so some people might leave and then you could get a really close you're so lucky i've done that we've gone you know and left at like 11 yeah but the show is still going so you know, I'll I'll see uh, how how I do. All right now, I can think about is how much I would love to have a piece of the sticky toffee cake from Red Rabbit last <laughs> night. Oh, that was so good! I know I got everybody to order oh. that. Casey and I go to the Red Rabbit to have the sticky toffee cake. It I, melts. I could, yeah, it melts in your mouth. It's 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 one of the more amazing desserts. Oh, I put it, it right so up there good. with the Badino. That's a Badino. A Badino? A Badino is like peau de creme, kind of it's a homemade pudding 
112 Eatery uh, apparently oh, yes. makes a, a butterscotch badino to die for. And, and so the, does um, the Bungalow Club makes a really good badino. the place on Snelling Avenue, the ladies' names that is going blank right now, uh, Jones in the Park. Yes. They make a beautiful oh, one. Yes. So anyway, I could have just, uh, we had a work celebration of winning the Marconi last night, but I, I could have just had wine and sticky toffee cake. Really? So Who needs the food? Yeah. <laughs> I know. We just really like dessert. I know. I, I don't know. We had a whole big, long discussion at one end of my table about, you know, we're, you know, going going someplace specifically for the dessert. Oh. And I'm like, Red Rabbit, I mean, they have good food. but They have K- great food. Casey and I, he'll go, well, weren't we just there? And I go, sticky toffee cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, yeah, we got to go there. <laughs> I, it's really, and you've got the sugar tooth too, don't you, Grant? Oh, that last night I was, I'm not a dessert person, but after oh. you were telling everybody to try it, I got it. And thank oh. you for that. That was a very, very nice treat. Yeah, I will now, and I go there regularly too. You do. But I've never had it before. So now it's going to be a staple every time I go. Mm-hmm. Chicken parm and the toffee cake. Yeah, you don't find sticky toffee cake just everywhere. <laughs> you don't. So this morning I was cutting up, you know, we have a cookie exchange Friday night and I'm, oh, Cutting up my toffee bars, mm-hmm. and I still want a bottle. If you want my um, cookie recipe, it's on the MyTech website. Don't site. call it a cookie. Okay, Lori. Don't call it a cookie. She's calling it an assembly assembly line toffee crunch, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. <laughs> it's very. It good. is delicious. But I was cutting them up, and there's so much, you know, waste because the soda crackers on the bottom layer crack, and they've got chocolate and toffee on them. And so I put it in a jar, and I just think this would be so great to sell as topping for ice cream. It's or so... make some popcorn and put it in. Oh, there. that would work. That kind would of your work. own crunch. That would popcorn. kind of work, too. Yeah, that would be real good. But it would be nice on ice cream, too. But if yeah. you want more salty. I have a Kringle story to tell you. A Kris Kringle? Kringle, Christmas... as in the Kringle dessert from Racine, Wisconsin, which I was going to buy for everybody. Don't tell me they're sold out, because I've been excited now about this. Oh, yeah, Julia. They are not. They're taking a break, and they're not getting them in until next Sunday. And last Friday, I almost bought all of them. But then I was like, then are they really fresh? You know, are they fresh for the people? And so I thought, no, I'll just come back on Monday and get them, and they were gone. The batch they got I in, can't, and now I, that is getting, just making me laugh yeah, I hysterically. I know. So anyway, I'm glad you're the only one. I'm disappointing. <laughs> no, because I was excited about but it. You no, know, I didn't tell anyone else about my Kringle. No, idea. I know. Yeah. So, so I'll be curious what else we're gonna get. Oh, back to square one. I'm gonna go shopping. <laughs> the Ho Joes or whatever else you get at Trader Joe's. All right. Um, l- we listen. have a special guest. Yes, we do. We do. We have a Disney on ice, an ice skater who grew up in Minneapolis. Olivia Oltmans is joining us, and she's. The, uh, you know, skating in the Disney on Ice Let Celebrate, which is going to be here uh, starting tomorrow through December 12th. So we're going to break and talk to Olivia when we come back. Thank you, Grant. Okay, we are absolutely delighted. We have Minnesota's own Olivia Altmans, and she is in town with Disney's Let's Celebrate. It's an ice skating show that features, um, what is it, 30 different... Um, songs and dances of all the different Disney characters and you play Elsa I believe yes yes I do so welcome <laughs> welcome thank you for having me Olivia do we call you Olivia do we call you Liv, Livia? Uh, 
I, I, I'll go buy any of them. Any Olivia's the good. <laughs> so you've been performing. I mean, Disney on Ice always does such a great thing. And this is kind of a unique show because it's just not one specific movie it's all of them isn't yeah, it absolutely we have over 50 characters in our show which is crazy you know everyone can find their favorite disney character from when they were a child right um and those 50 characters are in 15 modern to classic stories so our show has you know some of the more classic stories like Pinocchio all the way to newer ones like Toy Story and Frozen. So yeah, something for everyone. <laughs> and you're and so you grew up ice skating, you grew up in Shakopee and your mom ran an ice skating school. What's your mom's name? Yeah, Trudy Oltman's. Yeah, she runs a program at Shakopee Community Center and that's amazing. So I grew up skating in that area. So it's really exciting to be home and performing in my home state and everyone can come see the show. So I'm really, really pumped about that. That's so cool. <laughs> Hi Trudy you when you put on skate. Oh, uh, like four, two years two old. Years oh, old. Yeah. My mom says that I could barely walk before she. <laughs> she was just like, "We're doing yeah. this." Was your mom a professional skater? She was. She skated till she was about in, in her teens. Um, she was from originally from the East Coast, but yeah, she she was a skater too um, until about fifteen. Yeah, so it kind of runs in the family. My sister's mm-hmm. a coach as well, um, and I think even my mom's mom and maybe even her mom. Skated, yeah. Wow. So all the way back to, <laughs> and you're super. You're pretty tall yeah. for a skater, yeah. aren't you? I am. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of because I was thinking because I usually seem a little shorter than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. So mm-hmm. let's celebrate. Is Thursday tomorrow through Sunday mm-hmm. at the Excel Center? You can get tickets. I think this would be so much fun, Lori. Mm-hmm. Lori's tempted to take her grandkids, uh, yeah, if that's what we're calling them. Yeah. The Glam people that children. call you Glamma. I keep trying to tell them, just call me by my name, Lori, but, you know, so far, I'm no luck. <laughs> so, you know, there's so many, I was reading through your bio, and you, you know, worked with Johnny Weir mm-hmm. in his MAC cosmetic line mm-hmm. launch and mm-hmm. stuff. What, who was your idol growing up, figure skating? Oh, that's hard. Oh, I do love Johnny Weir, and I got to work with him a couple times actually in one of his ice shows he put on and also yeah doing that matte cosmetics like modeling slash ice skating thing it was really great and super exciting but yeah i don't know i honestly just i know so many great 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 people in this sport it's Mm -hmm. such a small community and i don't know I, i really look up to my mom that's a little cheesy but she's she's such a huge force in this sport as well so um she's doing amazing things with her students and her her competitive world you know a little different than mine now with touring and shows but um yeah she's she's a little bit of my idol that's that's like the sweetest thing trudy i know you're listening but wow you raised a good one olivia what a sweet daughter no and you know a couple weeks ago uh johnny weir and uh who's the gal um the the, little one the The blonde tara Tara. Tara were on project runway Mm -hmm. yes and they the challenge was to come up with uh, a skater an outfit for them to wear when they do the olympics in beijing because they are sitting in the and that was just kind of a fun project but i thought you know that is really something people who do the design what you guys skate in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean is it all of it custom even from a young age once you start competing yeah absolutely i mean our show specifically has a lot of amazing costumes. Um, incredible, incredible, like so detail oriented. How many seamstresses travel with you guys? Uh, it a depends. Couple? We, three? yeah, a lot of the time we have about three wardrobe personnel on show yeah. and they're in charge of just keeping our costumes looking in tip top shape and beautiful and really just focusing on keeping it 
you know, because they are close to that character. And yeah, exactly. Gorgeous. Beautiful. So mm-hmm. you do Elsa. Do you play anyone besides Elsa? Um, no, no. That's, okay. Yeah, that's my my role. I Isn't that Elsa. enough? I mean, well, I, I'm just one. wondering if Elsa's part of other vignettes or different storylines. Yeah. So you do that. Do you when you go out there? What is it? I mean, do you still get the same charge like you did back in the day when you were competing, being a figure skater? Absolutely. I would say, honestly, more so, to be honest, because there's just, there's people, there's so many people out there in the audience and they're cheering for you. And there is a lot of responsibility that comes with that, too. So you don't, you definitely don't get tired of it and you don't, um, you're, you're always making sure to put on the greatest show for those kids. And especially for me, I know that the role that I do um is so 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 important to a lot of these little girls and i when i skate out there every night really and i see them wearing those little dresses you know matching Mm -hmm. me it's a really it's a really big it's a big feeling so um i always want to do my best for them so you can definitely you definitely get little nerves but that helps you do your best really yeah Yeah, because when i went to the the frozen on ice or when that Mm -hmm. disney production came and the boy, the little boy and the little girl, they each wore an Elsa and then whatever the other mm-hmm. sister. He wore, he didn't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. wanted to be in a sparkly thing like his like, sister. Absolutely. So you do see a lot oh, of that. They, 100%. Yeah. So we love to see like all the kids come and yeah. dress up and. Yeah, we encourage that too. It's so so fun to see all the different characters, especially when it's like, oh, there's a little um, Woody or Jesse right. or something. Oh, it's, see, that it's, would and you're be just like, oh, so cute. That yeah, is we love so it. cute. Yeah. So it's it's let's celebrate. And so, you know, we've seen this year. I feel like ice skating fashion has transformed over into fashion. If you look at what Kim Kardashian is wearing, mm-hmm. all the, the cat cover, suits, the cat suits, but covering her shoes with the <laughs> nylon, covering her hands with the <laughs> right. nylon. I mean, seriously. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't you think ice skating fashions have taken over the fashion world this year? <laughs> but I don't know if she's got gussets like the ice skating outfits. <laughs> we don't know how she goes to the bathroom or washes her hands, but that's another topic. We'll save that for another day. Do you? I know we're, we're goofy. I know. <laughs> I know. So there's been so many ice skating shows. Um, I'm thinking of the Tanya Harding one and um, the show that we liked on Netflix that was canceled with the gal from Mad Men last year. Or January Jones. January ice Jones. Skating turn, it was so good. Turning something. I can't remember or, what it was. But yeah, we do love these dramas. We Ice skating, there's something about yeah, it that's yeah. so fun. I, it must be the Minnesota thing because we kind of, a lot of us I think it's there. all the ice time. <laughs> it is. No, really. There's so much skating in Minnesota and hockey and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, you, you can drive 10 minutes and find a rink anywhere here. So, yeah, it's, it's big. It's mm-hmm. big, yeah. I'm thinking that ice skating has to be just as demanding as gymnastics as a sport for oh. hours of repetition, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, all me and my my performers, friends, we're, we're constantly trying to take care of our body. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals.
Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Bodies and make sure that we're healthy and, you know, um, feeling good for the show every night. It's it's definitely a job in that way where you have to really be strict about how you take care of yourself. You know? Oh, I believe it. Mm -hmm. So do you guys do, you travel and you do a city a week and then you, you perform Thursday through Sunday every week. Um, yeah, pretty typically it's not always Thursday through Sunday, but, um, a lot of the time, yeah, Wednesday through Sunday. What's your Tada jump? What's it called? What is it? What's what's the Elsa move? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Elsa is, she's, it's less so about the tricks with Elsa. She's so elegant, but Mm -hmm. powerful. And definitely the best moment of the show is obviously everyone's favorite. Let it go. You know, that's a really, really, really intimate and um, special part of the show that kind of has a lot of special effects and um, sparkly (laughs) moments. You know what I mean? That's, that's a big wow for um, most people. So I think yeah, it's more of her her presence yeah. and her elegance. Her pretty, the yeah. elegance of her dance. I saw yeah. a photo of you doing that. Is it the camo where your leg goes way up yes, behind a you? Spiral, a spiral. Oh, yes. it looks yeah. so elegant. Oh, You're you. very graceful looking, and you. and your limbs are lovely. All right, we're with Olivia. Sorry, <laughs> and she's got long, graceful limbs. Lori, Olivia Altman's with us. She grew up in Shakopee, and her mom has as a Shakopee. Ice skating school, Disney on ice. It's let's celebrate at Excel. So do you like hair and makeup? Mm-hmm. How long does it take? Because obviously you have to be seen in the lights. Mm-hmm. How long does your re- regime take every night? Absolutely. Yeah, we we definitely have to arrive to work early to get our bodies warmed up and, you know, get ready for the show, um, you know. Yeah, you do your own makeup and um, eyelashes and all the stuff. I do. Yes, yes, I do. Um, yeah, we're we're kind of trained into doing it to make it really specific to your our character. Look. Yeah, our look for the show. Exactly, so do you have yeah. sparkles on your eyes? And yes. Everything? Yeah. You Elsa is very sparkly, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's. I love that. It's really fun and therapeutic for me. I love to um, really transform into the character. Yeah. I love it. I'm yeah. thinking of like. What's the ice skaters? All right, so Tara Lipinski, I think, won Dancing with the Stars because we just had well, Christy Yamaguchi. <laughs> she wanted to. Mm-hmm. She wanted to. Would that be something you'd ever want to do? Dancing with the Stars? Do you feel like that would translate for you? Uh, oh wow! I think yeah. I think everyone. We're ready they, to be your agents. <laughs> yeah, it's a minimum two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. To be on the show, and I'm going to get going. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so yeah, much, yeah, Olivia. Yeah. Congratulations with the show, and people are going to enjoy it. It's uh, Disney on Ice. Let's celebrate uh, tomorrow through Sunday at the Excel. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Really, thank you. Seriously. All right. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to talk about Minnesota food, land of ten thousand plates, Julia. Yes, we'll be back. All right. Till we get to the land of ten thousand plates, let's take a look at your my talk traffic right now. We've kicked out the Disney on Ice folks, and now we're moving on to an author. Um, actually, Elsa, that Disney on Ice woman, um, Olivia, was darling, wasn't she, Laurie? 
darling, darling. Okay, so we have Patrice Johnson with us, and she is an author of cookbooks and um, uh, lifestyle books. A writer of words. A writer of words, <laughs> as it were. That's what they do. And we met you at a wedding for our niece this, this fall, and we started talking, and we're like, oh my gosh, because your book... 10,000, uh, Land of 10,000 Plates came out kind of during COVID, so you kind of missed... When did it come it out? It came out in October of 2020. And you'd worked on it probably for two years. I worked on it ex- exactly one year prior to shutdown. Okay. It was the, the draft was due like two weeks before we shut down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it, it was a very interesting experience. Yeah, sure. because you kind of got robbed yeah. of your experience, but we all got robbed of so many experiences, right? <laughs> We're I still mean, getting robbed of our experiences. Right. Yeah. I mean, so at least you're here to talk about Lent. Yes. I love that title, by the way. Thank you. I can't claim credit for the title, but no, uh, it's really yeah, good, it's, though. And the designer did, I think, a beautiful job on the cover as oh, well. Oh, yeah. And it's by Minnesota Historical Press, yep. isn't it? Yeah. Because I saw that. And so she sent us books, Lori, this summer, and we don't know where they are in the bowels of this building. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a don't lot. Don't say bowels when we're talking well, about cookbooks. Well, you somewhere in this building. We just don't know where they are. And mm-hmm. also, you teach Swedish cooking classes at the Swedish yeah, Institute. Yeah, I teach Nordic cooking classes. I've taught uh, at ASI for many years now. I also do uh, gigs with... Uh, uh, Nordic Ware and done some stuff with Ingebretsons. Okay, so you know how to make a mean cream caca or whatever you call it. I do mm-hmm. make a, a mean cream caca. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> those are so good. What is what is the um? Okay, so you also have a Swedish cookbook, Swedish yes. American Holiday Traditions, that came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. What are some of them that you are must? Lori's, Lori's I love Swedish meatballs. That's she does. my thing, and I and I'm too lazy to make them. Patrice, should I not be so afraid of making? Well, the, if you're buying the Ingebretsons, I am. I think that's probably the most popular mix in the Twin Cities, and you can do no wrong with anything you get from the Ingebretsons. Right, that's true. But mm-hmm. if I wanted to make it. Is it pretty? What are, what are the main ingredients in for a Swedish meatball uh, in America? Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we typically will do two parts beef to one part pork. There's usually allspice, onion, mustard, and then anything goes after that. Yeah, and then that's the gravy. pretty easy, Laura. You could great, but the gravy. The gravy, it really depends on who you are, where you come from. You're either going to do a brown gravy, a cream gravy, or I actually do a lingonberry reduction. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that sounds so good. I know you can buy the lingonberry stuff because that seems like a lot of work. Oh, what? It does. Lori, honestly, we're not going to get her started on getting things pre-made. No, but I mean, okay, so it could, I could do it. I mean, it's very easy. The the grief to dollar ratio versus time. Well, you're rolling them. Yes. You're rolling your own. That's where the. That's the work. Yeah. Of the, even when you buy the mix at Ingebrigtsen's, you, you still, still got to make them, yep. roll them, fry, you know, do all that. That's all. The, that's a lot of work. That's the putsy stuff. Yep. Yeah. You, Patrice, I was reading. Okay. So your book, Land of 10,000 Plates, it came out October 2020, and it's stories and recipes about Minnesota's food traditions. And you have Booyah, Pizza Farm, Ice Fishing, Fish Fries, Meat Raspals, et cetera. But you also went to D.C. to judge. A congressional delegation hot do- hot dish contest. Yes, yes, that was the ninth and I guess final. <laughs> Maybe hopefully we'll do it again yeah. in a year or two. But it was so much fun. Do you love a hot dish? I love hot dish. I, I love hot I dish. How too. can you not love it? It's got everything you want. Yeah, it, that was the first thing I made when the lockdown happened. I had got a big, huge frozen thing of tater tots, and I just needed to make some comfort food. I made a tater. I hadn't made tater tot hot dish in like twenty years. 
And it was delicious. And it gave you comfort. And it gave comfort. And there's nostalgia there. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I thought, who won the congressional one that you judged? You know, it was really cool because the three top hot dishes all represented newer uh, immigrant groups in our community. Oh, really? So cool. I, I think it was Betty McCollum got first place and hers was a spin on a Hmong hot dish. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there was also a Nigerian hot dish uh, from Representative Omar and... Oh, wait, no. Hers was Ethiopian okay. or Indian. And then uh, Representative Phillips did the Nigerian hot dish. Okay. Oh, that's so really every cool, country though. has a hot dish Everyone. and a dumpling. Well, everybody <laughs> has a meatball, a dumpling. I don't know about hot, a hot dish, dish. But the beauty about hot dish is that it's, if we make hot dish, it means we're from Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else makes casserole. Casseroles, okay. Oh, okay. But what's cool about it is that you can show you're a Minnesotan, but you can also put your own cultural ingredients into That's it true. to show that you're among American Minnesotan mm-hmm. or you're a Swedish American yeah. Minnesotan. So that's the beauty of hot dish. Yeah. It's the perfect vessel. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so you described something somewhere in some of your materials I was reading about you also your love of the Minnesota State Fair and driving with your dad who smoked Winston's in his pinto. Remember the pinto? <laughs> oh yeah. And you had a get, girlfriend had a pinto. I mean yeah. and and he just made me laugh, your description of going to the fair with your dad. Oh yes. He's I, I got going to the state fair late in life, but I've really made up for it since then. Because I know you ladies love the fair too. Love, it, love mm-hmm. it. So for me remembering that first time at the fair with my dad and he'd always keep his, his Winston's in his front pocket. Mm-hmm. I would say it's like a nicotine pocket protector. Right. And he would light it everywhere we went, including on the sky, right? Yeah. And they, they'd let us out and the, it, just, the, it would just billow the smoke. Can you people imagine that used, now? Yeah, no, people smoked everywhere. Yes. My dad was a smoker, so we there was smoke everywhere. Doctors endorsed them. Yeah. Okay, remember in the fifties so and early sixties that you your favorite TV doctor would be endorsing <laughs> Palmells. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Do you have a um like a favorite story or something in your book Land of Ten Thousand Plates that you really like? I, I love the Safe Fair story. I think just because so many people can relate. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's two kinds of people in the world. Those who love the fair and those who don't. Yep. And during the fair, that I hang out with my people. I feel yeah. like nothing bad happens at the fair. I shouldn't mm-hmm. say the whole jinx us. Yeah. But yeah. It, it just... Everyone's it, it, happy. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your politics are or how you feel about this or that. It's the one time that we all get together and say, hey, we can agree on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, except for we still are divided on corn dogs and yeah, right. pops, that's but the most That's, that's so the most silly. vicious exactly. we're going to get. We're exactly. good. <laughs> that's silly. Do people come to you and say, Patrice, please make this for the holidays? Or what is your family like? A little bit, yeah. Um, my daughter's been a vegetarian and a vegan since she was 11, and now she's 34. And uh, so I've had to sort of switch up what we make for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so we usually oh, have two or three kinds sister, of meatballs. I'd be cursing her. I would, I would be giving her would so too, much Laurie. crap for all her life. You're ruining it for You're us. You're ruining it for everybody. <laughs> it was my sister. I might give him crap, but it's my daughter. It's your daughter. So, no, you got to figure it out. Along. Right, yeah. right. So we usually have two or three different kinds of meatballs. Got it. Two or three different kinds of mac and cheese. Oh, But well. yeah, I think the thing that we make that everybody likes the most that I make that's kind of unique is lefsa pizza. So I take lefsa, crisp it up, and then um, spread some uh, crumb fresh. Gravlax, pickled cucumbers, and caviar. Oh my that gosh! Is oh, that sounds good. That yeah. sounds Do you amazing. cook it then? Well, I warm it up. I cook the lefse. Yeah, first. I get that. And then it's served ch- uh, chilled. The, mm-hmm. Everything on top is chilled. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, my How word. do we get, take your class with you at the Swedish Institute? Well, at, uh, at ASI, classes go online. That's American uh, Swedish Institute yeah. for yes. those of you yes. at home. <laughs> classes go online uh, quarterly. Okay. Um, the in-person fill up pretty fast, but the the online now is, is open pretty much. I'm also uh, working with Vesterheim in Iowa, and we have online classes with them, too. So I have no idea what Vesterheim is. <laughs> it's... Uh, sort of the somebody Lutheran. I went to high school with the Vesterheim family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's, yeah, it's the uh, Norwegian equivalent mm-hmm. of, of ASI, except it's in Got Iowa. It. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. And do people, you know, your book? It, this sounds like it would be a great gift to give for the holidays. Um, what has kind of been the feedback about it? Um, ironically enough, people uh, gravitate to it because so many of the stories are about the stuff that we lost for a year and a half now, mm-hmm. you know, those events where we get together yeah. and commune with one another mm-hmm. and celebrate what it is to be a Minnesotan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I heard it Minnesotan. Yes. And how do people yeah. buy it? Uh, it's uh, you can buy it at most uh, bookstores from Barnes and Noble to the, your ASIs, your mm-hmm. smaller bookshops. You can get it online through uh, Minnesota historical society okay. press. Okay. Uh, gets online at a lot of different venues. Yeah. Good. And in a lot of your smaller stores. Good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And it is always a great, you know, people that love to cook, love to get a new cookbook. And I think the cookbooks with the stories telling along with the recipe is a great idea. Yes. Yeah. You know, it makes it a little, it just makes it more fun, more. You're like, oh yeah, I remember this with my grandma or an aunt or your mom yeah. or whatever. So that's very cool. Yeah, thanks. I'm yeah. pretty happy with it. I can't imagine how much work it is to make it to do a cookbook. It's it's fun. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it's a lot of work, yeah, it's isn't like so it, Patrice? Great. No, somebody was just asking me just this morning. Somebody at work asked me that, and I was like, you know, it. I think it's like having a baby. You don't remember what it was like to be pregnant when you're no longer pregnant because you've got the baby, right? And yeah. now I'm working on the new baby, yeah. so I sort of forgotten what the first two were like. <laughs> What's the new one going to be about? Um, the my idea is uh, uh, it's called my my little vintage kitchen because I have this really old uh, undone kitchen from like 1960 when my house was built, and all of a sudden I'm inviting people into my home when I'm doing online cooking classes. Mm-hmm, yeah, and so I've sort of. I was at first had some kitchen shame, but then people right. started saying, "Oh, your kitchen's so cute. It reminds me of my grandma's kitchen." Yeah. So I'm like, "Well, how many different recipes were made in this kitchen from the, for the last fifty years?" And so that's sort of where I'm going at with this book, thinking about stories about like the first time you ever had a Pringle, mm-hmm. or the first time you uh, ate at Racks. Remember Racks? So sort of yeah. bringing those stories into more cool. new recipes. Cool. I, like I love that. that. I like that I title love that. too. And I have to admit, I love something printed out. A recipe card, a recipe book. Oh, I hate following recipes online. It's such a pain in the butt. So, if you want to get Patrice Johnson's book, Land of Ten Thousand Plates, or Swedish American Holiday Traditions, you can find both of them. We are going to take the um, third and fourth caller right now, and we've got Patrice is generous enough to give a couple um, of these lovely books. You can choose. You can either have Ten Thousand Plates, or you can have Yule. Okay. So you can choose whichever so one. you can tell Grant which one you prefer, and Grant will get the information, and we'll get them out to you. But <laughs> He's going, what? I know. We didn't write this down. We didn't write it down for you, Grant. Yeah. Um, but, Patrice, it's so nice to see you so again. So good to see yeah, you, Thank too. you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for having me. This has been delightful. Oh, it was great. All right, Lori, when we come back. And just like that, we're going to be something. back. <laughs> and shot by the Beatles with John Lennon singing lead. Has anyone watched any of the... 
the documentary. Yeah, Holly gave us a review. She binged. I know it. she did, but any of us, none three? of us have. I don't have. I don't have Disney oh. Plus, so. Uh, oh, that's right. It's on Disney. That's yeah, right. it's on Disney Plus. But um, I'm going to watch it somehow. But right. everything I've read is just people have raved. Really loved it. Raved, right? raved, raved about it. Yeah. So anyway, um, just a couple of things. Um, we've got some audio. Cynthia Nixon and um, Kristen Davis were on with Stephen Colbert. I don't know why Sarah Jessica Parker is not doing any of the press. Um, press, unless she's still filming Hocus Pocus. But it has just been those two making the rounds. Right. I don't Interesting. know Interesting. They haven't shown up on a morning show. Maybe they're going to be on something tomorrow, but... Maybe no. she's doing week two or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, they do yeah. have time because it's just the two, but it's... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Just like maybe they're just rolling out, you know, these two and they're going to come along. But I will say that, um, um, okay, so did you watch live in front of a TV audience? I did. Okay. I did. It, it was Facts of Life and Different Strokes. It was it was so good. I loved the Facts of Life. I loved that Snoop Dogg showed up. I loved Norman Lear. He dropped an F-bomb. I, I mean, love the old cast from Facts, Facts of, of Life, Life was there. Except where was Joel? Joe. Joe, you could t- just from Joe's character, which we were reminded of last night. Oh, Kath- Catherine Hahn was so great as her. She doesn't like she doesn't like messing around. No, I know, but there was a reason she wasn't there. Well, it was very, very strange that Nancy McKean, they didn't even mention her. Well, there must have been a reason. Maybe she didn't want to be mentioned or she's trying to not be affiliated with it anymore. You've uh, you seen, know, because well, Blair was out at the state fair with Clean and Bradley two years ago. Yeah. And um, Mindy, yeah, and she was there, was there, and Trudy and were there. Field. Yeah, I will just say this: I, you know, that Blair's character or her, the real actress, whatever her name is, is Lisa Weckl yeah, or whatever. something like that. She tried, you know, she tried out as to be Rachel on Friends. Oh, she did. I didn't know Back that. Back in the day. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I, I thought it was a great job. and So many surprise uh, guests coming yes, through. I love the name of the boyfriend, Dink. Yeah. That is such a 70s word. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we would call everybody a dink. You're oh, my dad dink. called yeah. me a dink all the time. Yeah. You're such yeah. a dink. And then to hear it on TV, I was just like, you know, a dink of Moranis. You know, we, that was our word. Dink of Moranis. Right. I mean, and then when we were to say, oh, and dink's trying to get my um, lunchbox. Yeah. It, it just, it, it was cute. It was fun. Um, the People's Choice Awards was on. Just look at the fashion that we have posted. Absolutely nobody watched the People's Choice 
uh, award. Roger Freeman just wonders why they even air it anymore. But I, it, right, um, Kim Kardashian was uh, wore a bodysuit that covered her hands, feet, and it was a nice skater outfit, and and mm-hmm. had the the glasses you get after you get LASIK surgery. And I'm right? like, what in holy hell has she done to her face that she hasn't <laughs> let us see it for so long? You're so anyway, funny. but take a look at the fashion. I'm glad that you missed the show. Live was really. Really good. And um, the ladies last night, wow. Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis, they came out holding hands on Stephen Colbert. I will just say on a shallow note, I was very upset well, that Cynthia Nixon had no eyebrows. They were faintly there. Oh, you can see that. You're right. They were faintly there. Oh, and I don't know if she's filming something. Lord, They're not. So no, no. Oh, no. Funny. You could draw him in with a. Two for two Just look at it, though. It, now that you say that, it looks a little yeah, off. Yeah, she's very natural. I mm-hmm. get it, but natural with no eyebrows. If I just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't co-sign it. Can't stomach it. No. I can't oh, co-sign so it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Grant uh, edited a little bit of their delightful sit down with uh, Stephen Colbert. So we'll take a listen. There is so much secrecy mm-hmm. around this. We we. Didn't get a screener. We don't even have a clip to show the audience <laughs> right now. Sorry. Do you worry about spoilers? It was very highly intense. Yes. yes. We, worry, we worry constantly. Yes. Okay. I have a, an important question here. Is that there are rumors that you guys actually shot scenes around New York that are fake scenes to throw people off the scent to try to stop people from knowing what the plot of the series is. Yes. Is it tr- yes, yes, definitely. You shot what? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> did That's you really, why I did play you really Charlotte. Shoot teams <laughs> did you really yes. shoot teams? Wow. It might be true. <laughs> That's a yes and a maybe. That's a true. Um, okay, now. We want the fans to enjoy the show. I think that's the important part. You know, like we, we don't want them to know. We don't want them everything. to read the cliff notes beforehand. Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. Have there been any guesses out there that are right? No. no. Oh, funny. <laughs> funny. And you funny. know, one of the things was Sarah Jessica Parker was spotted kissing a couple different people. Right. That could have easily been planned. And we know from Kristen Davis sitting down with whoever she did on Monday, because she's the only one doing, you know, that's done, you know, double interviews. But she said that the paparazzi were with them the entire shoot of the day, which is sometimes 12, 15 hours. And so wow. they were constantly, and they do so much outside street. They're like, Sex in the City was like law and order. I mean, there's a lot filmed outside. Right. You know, scenes right. set outside yes. at parks. And, and how it was different back in the early series versus now, because there's far more cell phones oh, and yeah, videos. So it, it was different. It's much diff- difficult, yeah. more difficult now yeah. than it is. Let's just play the last okay. cut where they talk about Willie Garson. Okay. Stanford. Well, before we go, <laughs> I, I want to talk about your friend. Willie Garson here, who played Sanford, and um, a beloved member of the Second City family who passed away. Um, he's actually in the new series. He's this in is, the first three episodes. This is him on the set. How will you remember him? I mean, Willie was just a person who just lightened any situation that he was in and just would have you in stitches within, you know, a minute of, of coming into a conversation. Like, he was a person with incredible stories, like show business stories and stories about his own 
you know, zany life and uh, his family that he comes from and the family that he created. And um, he's just a person who, I don't know, just was always with the, with the Full joke. Full of joy and so incredibly brilliant and smart. And really, even, even being sick, which we didn't know about in the beginning, he still brought oh, so much joy. Always and, just and, had and us fun. laughing. And, and we were, I, I, you know, I think it's fair to say that, you know, we shot with him for a long time not knowing he was sick. And then things got bad enough that we were informed. And so... I think we're also very grateful that we had a few days with him, knowing that he was sick and we could talk to him about it and he could talk to us about it. And that, mm. I think, was a really important thing for all of us. But it's hard. Mm. Yeah. Listen, I, I wish he was here, you know? Yeah. Well, thank you both for being here. That was Kristen Davis. I know. Being very, very Charlotte, Charlotte, you know, just breaking down in tears. So, I mean, but can, so they're doing it, and they have no idea, and then finally yeah. he's so sick he has to tell them. But I'm glad we know that. I'm glad yes. Stephen Colbert brought it up, yeah. and that we know, you know, like how, you know, that they've just... That they did get, that to, they get to talk to him and, and all did, of that. Yeah. And I bet he had incredible show business stories, because he was in... He was Everything. in a lot of things, yes. and I bet you he got all kinds of funny stories out of Diane Carroll when he worked on um, White Collar. Oh, he, I remember, loved he White Collar. The, oh, yeah, he's I the love con White artist. Collar. He could, yeah. uh, uh, that is a Mosey great... or Josie or what the heck was his name? I think it was Josie, wasn't Mosey. it? Mo Mosey. Mosey. It was Mo Mose. Something Mose. like that. He was a great That character. is a great show. People are looking for another great show. Right. I don't know where you'd find it, but White Collar was great. All right, mm -hmm. we've got Keith Urban.